Lent and an epiphany with, as we celebrate the transfiguration of our Lord. But we'll wait till next week to talk about that. Um, our sermon text today is, is from our Old Testament le- lesson of Deuteronomy 30. And, and as you hear it read this morning, I want to ask you to, to answer a question. And, and the question that I want you to answer today is, what is your choice? Now, you might ask me, my choice about what? Now, I could be mean and make you wait to the reading, but I'll, I'll give you a hint. Moses, um, you, you'll hear about Moses today. Moses gives the people a choice as they uh, prepare to enter the promised land. And basically, the, the, the question is, the choice he gives them is to make a good choice, and that is to follow what, what God says that they are to follow, which is the same question that God asks us today. But the choice is, you can take the other side and say, the heck with it. I'll make a choice to do what I want to do instead of what God wants to do. So this morning, I ask you, what is your choice? Let's begin with our opening hymn. Please rise. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. These are the words of your baptism. What is baptism? Baptism is not just saying water. 
What does such baptizing with water indicate? As God's baptized people, therefore, let's do that. Let us repent anew that we may arise to live. But first, let me ask, what is confession? O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you. And instead, by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We sing our hymn of praise, indescribable.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and take them to heart, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. Good morning. Today's Old Testament reading is from Deuteronomy 30, chapters 15 through 20. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways. And by keeping his commandments and his statutes and his rules, then you shall live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away, and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over to the, to, uh, over the Jordan to enter the, and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him, for he is your life and length of days, that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. Okay, the epistles, 1 Corinthians 3, chapters 1 through 9. But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants of Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are not yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, you are not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way. For when 
One says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos. You are not being merely human. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. This is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. Please rise for the reading of the gospel. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to, to the council. And whoever says, You fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, You will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that is was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But if I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery, Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. 
This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Remember the children, I'd like to come up for the children's message this morning. Well, this morning, I want to show you some pictures. So here's, here's your first set of pictures. Can you tell me what you see on there? Bottles. Anything special about those bottles? Poison. Now, what do you guys do when you see bottles that have poison on it? You report it to the police. You hear that, Dad? Okay, just want to make sure. All right. Uh, sometimes, yes, right? If you find a bottle of poison, you, you would report it to the police. Sometimes we have things in our house that are, we use that are actually poison. And so if we see that, that we just don't touch them. That's, that's mom and dad taking care, care of the things that they have for, for poison. Like one of these bottles. Oops, nope, not in this picture. Sorry. I had another picture. It was rat poison. Now, you wouldn't drink that, right? That's... But you might use it on if you had rats, because it will take care of the rats really quickly. So let me show you some other pictures. They're a little bit better pictures for most people. Can you see that? Can you see that? Okay, what are, what are those pictures of? Milk. Now, for most people, they can drink milk. There are some people who can't. They're actually allergic to it. But milk, milk is good. For, for It has calcium in it, usually, and it's good for our bones, and on a really hot day, if it's really, really cold, cold milk is really, really good because it's refreshing. So in our, in our Old Testament lesson today, I'll come down to you later. In the Old Testament lesson today, um, it was talking about choices. And the choices were almost just like the pictures I showed you. If you made the wrong choice, it was like drinking poison because you were going to die and go to hell. But if you made the right choice, it was like drinking milk uh, that's refreshing and cool and, and, and good for us, for most of us at least. And, and every day we do that. Do you ever make a bad choice? Every, and I do. I'll, I'll admit, I make bad choices. Right? You think they make bad choices? Tell them to raise their hands. They make a bad choice. Are all the hands up? Okay, good, because I didn't want to have to turn around. Okay, awesome. But we also make good choices, right? Right? You make good choices? Yeah, yeah. I, I make a few good choices too. What about them? Did they raise their hands too? Are they raising their hands? Awesome. Okay, good. Um, so when we make, make bad choices, though, usually there are, are what we call consequences, right? So let, let's say I'll make an easy one. Um, you all watch TV at all? Okay. So maybe mom and dad are in the other room and you turn into a t- TV show that you're not supposed to watch. Is that a good choice or a bad choice? That is indeed a bad choice, because what happens if mom and dad come back in the room? There are consequences, right? Okay. Now, so do you ever guys, so you said you all make good choices. What are some of the good choices you make? Ah, 
how about you guys ever pray to God? That's a really good choice, choice, huh? Is to pray to God. And, and you share with him your feelings. You ask him to, to help people, to help you. And you give him thanks for all the good things he does for you, especially for giving us Jesus, right? Um, so you make good choices. You make bad choices. God just wants, wants all of us to make good choices. And it's really hard sometimes because the world tries to make us do, do the, make the wrong choices, the bad choices. But the good choice is to do what God says. And the best way that we can do that is to talk to him. And that's what we call prayer. So every night before you go to bed, maybe mom and dad can pray with you. Or if not, you pray yourself and just have a conversation with God. That's what praying is. It's just talking to God. And we usually can't hear him verbally, but know that he listens to everything you and I say to him. And he answers them. Sometimes we don't hear that answer for some time. But it is there. Trust me. So let's, let's pray together right now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for helping me to make the good choices. Forgive me when I make the bad choices. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so he will guide me to always make the right choices. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. Let's sing our hymn of the day.
grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So what's your choice? You've all made it already? I hope. If not, hopefully, I'll help you make the choice. So in our lives, we make, as I said earlier, we, we make many choices. And after we make our choices, we often look back and we realize that some of them are good, maybe even great, yet some of them are not so good or not so great. And after we have made our choices and looked back, we realize that some have taken much thought, much thought into um, do what we do, right or wrong, and yet there are some that we don't give much thought at all. And today, as we, we heard the words from our Old Testament lesson, Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 um, to 30, uh, Moses gives his people a choice, a choice to, to choose good and to live long and enjoy God's blessings, or a choice to be disobedient and then suffer the results. And it's the same question that God asks us. He says, what is your choice? So first and foremost, we want to remember that the most important choice has been made for us already. The same divine choice was also made for the children of Israel. God has chosen the children of Israel to inherit the promised land. They were known as his chosen people. And today, you and I also have been chosen to inherit the promised land that is yet to come. We have been chosen and called out of darkness that you and I might live in the light of the knowledge of salvation. We have been called out of darkness to live with God in heaven forever someday so that the divine choice is already made for you and me. But what do we do after God calls us out of darkness? And that is what our Old Testament lesson talks about today. In the Gospel of John, we are told how God has chosen us. We have not decided on our own to believe, but his choice has been upon you and me. From John 15, verse 16, we read, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And that is what Moses is talking about today in our text. What is your choice? Is it going to be good fruit? Or is it going to be bad fruit? Moses says that the Lord has chosen us to bear good fruit. And not just fruit for a day, but good fruit that will last So in our lifetime of choices, Moses reminds us daily to ask ourselves, is it disobedience and then God's curses? Or will it be obedience with God's blessings? The setting of our text takes place as the children of Israel are standing on the threshold of entering into the promised land. They have wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, and their wandering is now coming to an end. But before they step across the Jordan River to enter the promised land, God, through Moses, has some final words for them. God wants to remind them that things are going to change for them. They are not going to be wandering around in the wilderness. 
They are not going to find themselves in one place in the promised land. They are not going to have to go out and collect manna every morning. But instead, they are going to be in a land flowing with milk and honey. The concern of Moses, of course, was when they come into this land of prosperity, they might forget about the Lord their God. So Moses emphasizes that point. He says in verse 15, See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. These seems to be a pretty easy choice, don't they? Life, prosperity, death, destruction. It should be an easy choice. The people came to, into that promised land, and we find that the warning that Moses gave them doesn't seem to work out very well. Because even though it seems to be an easy choice, they need to know the consequences of their bad choices. God said in verse 17, but if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods, 